Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, 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 my love, and welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Mama. Come on now. What are we talking about today? Tell us. Is it, you know oh, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> is America about justice and freedom for all? And has it ever been? Is America about justice and freedom for all? And has it ever been? And how did we come to this one, baby? Recently watching the news and you seeing the new legal immigration policy, amongst other things. But specifically, this was one where they have the point system. And now they have it set up where if you come from somewhere else and you are essentially doing well. Mm Mm-hmm. You're graded higher. And if you're not doing so well, then you're graded lower, which can, you know, hinder your chances of getting over uh, to the United States of America, which some could say that went against what the, I guess, the little mantra for the Statue of Liberty would say, give us your poor, your hungry, and pretty much, you know, come over here for an opportunity despite the fact that you were leaving a place where there was not. Now Mm -hmm. you must be, as they're saying, the cream of the crop in order to get in, it would seem. Well, I think if anyone just went back in time when the Europeans came over, if they were using the same policy that they're using right now, how many of them would have been accepted in? Hey. Because were they the cream of the crop or were they the bottom of the barrel? Hey, I mean that that you you delved into twelve stages into the conversation. Ah! You know? <laughs> we talk about it, y'all. Is America freedom and justice for all, or has it ever been? Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hey, it's Monique from Pittsburgh. How y'all four <laughs> people today? Hey, baby. Hey, hey. Mo, every time you come to Pittsburgh, I miss you, sweetheart, but I swear the next time you come, I'm going to be there front row and center. All right, baby. I'm going to hold you to it. Love you. So I just want to respond to the prop real quick, y'all. I'm in the the rush trying to do my daughter's birthday party today. But when we talk about America being free, I want people to stop start thinking about economics and not necessarily race. Because when we think about economics... That puts a whole bunch of people in the unfree category, especially if you own student loans. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's so right. when we start talking about free, anytime you are living in a capitalistic society, we need to start thinking about does free really mean free from chains, or does the debt further keep you in a, a form of slavery? Because I went to school, I'm six credits away from my doctorate. And I'll owe those people until my next life. Let's just keep that real. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So I just want people to start thinking about that. I know y'all on the, you know, the other thing, but that's what we're doing today. So bless y'all. Mo do this thing. I love you, baby. I call you the sojourner, the sojourner of entertainment, honey. Keep on doing what you do. Love you. And I love you too. And y'all stay blessed. Thank you, baby. And tell your baby we said happy birthday. Happy birthday. I certainly will. You have a great day. We're talking about it, y'all. Is America the land of the free and just, or has it ever been? Okay. 
Okay, Daddy, now. <laughs> it's American. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. It's American by justice. And freedom for all. Or has it ever been? We're talking about a 404-832-2963. We're going to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Hey, Monique and Sydney. This is Executive Chef Juan from your Watching Your Live Periscope right now. Hey, Chef Juan. Hey. How are you? So I, I like this topic, but uh, I truly, honestly believe that, yes, America is great. America has been great. And the issue is, our educational system. I think that's the basis of it all right there. I'm an African-American chef. I've been a chef for over 25 years, and I've had great success in what I do. But it was all about my upbringing, my parents, my mother. I grew up in the hood, but my parents and my father, we they all instilled in us that we need to get a proper education. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand why they wanted us to get a proper education until I got grown and got out of the house. So, and I see all the people. Now, there's six of us. I have five siblings, five siblings. So, I am, out of that household, the only one to graduate high school and graduate with a college degree, uh, my bachelor's degree. So, and my sisters and brothers, they, you know, my mother works shift work. I can go on and on, but I won't go, I won't belabor that point. But they just didn't have the will and determination. So, now they're working you know, these odd jobs and jobs here and there and crazy jobs. Well, I'm the one that has a steady job. And they always say these things about my mother being, uh, I'm being uh, her favorite. And my father, I'm the favorite. But that's not it. I just got that will and determination to make myself better. And if African Americans all, first of all, the whole educational system needs a whole overhaul. That's the issue. If someone did something about that and actually cared about it like they used to back in the days, then things would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. That's just my point and, and my opinion. But uh, America is great for everybody, and I think every, a lot of people have a fair shake, but it's all in what you put into it. And that's my point, and I'll yield back the, the remainder of my time to someone else. We appreciate good seeing it. you guys, good seeing you guys, and I love the positivity. I love this. Thank you, Chef Juan. We, we appreciate it. All right, have a great afternoon. You too. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Open Relationship with Monique and Sydney Hicks. You know, when... People say America is great. Mm-hmm. The question that I would ask is, what is it about this country that makes it great? Mm-hmm. What is it about America that makes it great? Because we'll oftentimes stand on podiums and, you know, in the speeches that you hear, this is the greatest, greatest. What is it about this place that makes it great? And again, maybe we should have put, if we didn't, for all is America about justice and freedom for all, and was it ever? And when you pose that question, again, it to what you spoke about earlier, it makes you go um, back to the founding, the individuals that they refer to as the founding fathers mm-hmm. of this country, which the founding fathers of this country would have been, in truth, the Native Americans. And the Native Americans would not have been called Native Americans. They would have been called the Native Turtle Islanders because that's what they referred to America before America Go Vespucci got credited for the name of America. But to that end, it's one of those things. It's a difficult aspect to say that America is about freedom and justice for all now when there was slavery when there were individuals who in the Native Americans helped feed George Washington and bring them weapons and help them to survive. And then the government 
systematically destroyed the Native Americans, and now they are strewn out, and you would barely know that they exist, Mm -hmm. you know, in everyday society, and they are the people that are indigenous to this land, for us to call it just and free for all. Do we even understand sometimes the comments that we're making when we say them? We're talking about it, y'all. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hey, Monique and Sydney. This is C.F. Jackson of Atlanta. How you doing today? Hey, baby. Hey. Hey. hey that's a question that you actually um, position today, what makes America great. And um, to be honest, my eyes became open when I had my first travel internationally when I went to France. And to be honest, I saw a lot of things that made America not great mm-hmm. to go in a different direction. I saw all the things that they were, the quality of life was much better in other parts of the world. For example, France, they put family first. Um, for example, we were in the outskirts of um, um, Paris, and we would go shopping at 12 o'clock, and all the shops and everything was shut down because the families and the children came together to have lunch. Mm-hmm. And they prioritized what they have. You go to other countries, it's a must that they have a three-week holiday, you know, in terms of vacation. They gave them health care. Their food quality is great. I did not see any um, fumes coming from their, their trucks. I'm looking like, but yet, the, to me, I call it propaganda that America is, is, is so great, but yet it's failing in so many ways that people who believe it's so great have not left this country, have not experienced it, a, a, another part of the world that where I saw that France was greater than America because of the fact that they put family first. They had health first. Their food was better. I mean, so the question is really is that what makes it great? Um, I hear people come in here, they think about war more so than anything because it's free. Well, you can go to France. I think you're free over there. You can go to London. Aren't you free over there? I mean, you can go down to, you know, various parts of the world. You can go to Canada. There's so many parts of the world that's free. But then people put this propaganda, I think it focuses on this part about war, we have, a, we have an army. But outside of that, what else is there in terms of health is not good here, food is not good here, we're fighting for health care, we should be given to any and everybody. Education isn't the greatest, so what is it that is so great about America? That's a good question, and I'm, I really don't have an answer for you guys, but I just thought to myself, for people who have not been abroad, Take some time to go to another country to see the, all the great things they have, the quality of life that they have. I didn't see anybody obese over there. Mm-hmm. I did not. They ate bread. They ate bread every day. They drink early in the morning, y'all. They ask them, do I want to? I mean, it's early in the morning. I do not want any. Um, they, have, they have brandy over there. I don't want any of that early in the morning, but they drink and they smoke like no, no like tomorrow. But the quality of life outside of that is different. So, And actually, question- you answered the question because it's, is America about justice and freedom, and it may have missed out for all, and has it ever been? So mm. essentially, with what you said, you actually answered the question. Okay, Sydney. Mm. Well, thank you for me. I, I mean, again, I, I, just, I just asked myself this question last night looking at something. I'm like, why does people... This is, it's, it's, it's a show that came on um, HBO, and this man you may have saw it on YouTube or Facebook, and people were saying about, he kind of broke it down that it's a propaganda mm-hmm. about America being free. And he really broke it down. If I find I'm going to shoot it to you. But he broke it down so well, so free that people are so caught in this world of a propaganda of what makes America so great, and they don't realize that America is flawed. Every, everywhere is flawed, but it's more flawed here due to the fact that everybody doesn't have freedoms that they should. And right now they're fighting against uh, affirmative action, you want to get rid of it out of colleges. Well, I got mm-hmm. into college to affirmative action. And I probably say that because I was not the greatest student, but I fought to stay in there because it was on my own, um, my grades and my persistence to get it done. But if it's so great, why are we having people getting shot and killed everywhere? Young men, black, white, young, whoever it may be, where we have to really police the police because they're not for us. Missouri over there, they got a, they got a call to NWCP telling Right, folks, not to come to that to that state because of how the injustice happened over there. So again, your question is so pivotal for us as people to really answer that question. And what can we do for ourselves, individuals, and for our families, and we read out into our communities to make it great, starting with one person, going into our family, and moving into our community. That's mm-hmm. a good question too. But this is some good stuff, money. Y'all got you guys are killing it. I'm in Corpus right now shopping. I had to call and I almost got the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, baby. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, You know, it was interesting when she says 
when she goes to other countries, you see that they make it about family. Mm-hmm. I think that in this country, we make it about money. Mm-hmm. Everything is about money. It is about getting. It is about grinding. It is about hustling. It is about who has the biggest yacht, who has the biggest mansion, who has the biggest diamonds, who has the biggest bank account. You very rarely hear people talking about the importance of family. I believe as See My Spirit says something in reference to we're trying to live their story. And mm. it, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to quote that, but it was like, you know, paraphrasing the sentiment. And when you look at us culturally um, as African-Americans, the business model that we I would imagine as we were enslaved and we looked at what freedom appeared to be while we looked at the slave master, we assumed that freedom was to be able to have your own home, um, have some fine clothes, uh, have a nice horse and carriage to get around in. And these things came from work. And if you worked and did what you were supposed to do, you could have what you were supposed to have. And we've had some individuals that called in so far and said, you know, Brother Juan, they called in and said, you know, I worked hard. There are people around me that chose not to work hard, and I've attained what I needed to do for myself to have a better life. And to that individual, you have to take your hat off to him and say yes. But when you think about the story that we have been sold, it has been about profiting mm. over others, and it seems to be at any expense. Because mm-hmm. when you say, um, is America about justice and freedom for all, it becomes a bit, what's the word I'm looking for? How can you even say that and imagine the answer not being anything but no when the people that set the business model for this country believe that people of African-American descent were three-fifths of a human being. Mm -hmm. But all men were supposed to be created equal. But if you're less than a human being or less than a man, you would not be part of that equality. And because we are creatures of conditioning, the ideology is perpetuated, if you will, the trickle-down effect to generations that come after. And I want to be clear. Not all people that are Caucasian feel this way. Just like all people who are of African-American descent are not cognizant of the, the, the misnomers that are put out there about African-Americans. You, you, you would, you know, if you listen to the stories long enough, you would believe all of us got high. We were all on drugs. Mm-hmm. We all were doing something criminal. And not just people of African-American descent, but our Latin brothers and sisters, you know, if you are of color and not Caucasian, it can be construed that for some reason you may be lesser than in the way in which you handle yourself, but then you have to ask yourself why. Why is that? And I think that the reason starts from the individuals who came to this country came from a monarchy, and they did not know anything about democracy. They learned about democracy through the very people that they slaughtered, and that was the Native American. So then how could we have... Justice and freedom when the people that taught you democracy, you turn around and do them the favor, and I'm being facetious, of assassinating them. Come on, y'all. We're talking about it. Uh, 404-832-2963. Let's go to the line. Okay, then. Is America freedom for all? <laughs> That's fucking me up. Is America about <laughs> justice and freedom for all? Is America about justice and freedom for all? Or has, it, has ever it ever been? been? And I think that when you say, when we go all the way back, and oftentimes we don't want to deal with all the way back. That's it. We don't want to deal with all the way back. And people be like, but why we got to deal with the past? Because we're still dealing with it. We're still dealing with it right now. It's It's... Based on what this country was made up from, based on how this country was received, y'all stole it. You stole it, and you killed people to get it. And we celebrate a man every year named Christopher Columbus that when you read his own journals, 
He says these people will be easy to exploit. I could take advantage. But we still celebrate these people, the people that we say, that y'all say, are the forefathers of this country. Well, these people said that people of color were three-fifths of a human being. So if someone was in a meeting right now today, if they were in the Senate meeting right now today, and somebody took their gavel and slammed it down and said, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. These niggas is three-fifths. Now, we're not going to give them a whole point. What would happen with that person? Would they lose their job? Would they be put out of the Senate? What would happen? They would look be looked at as if it was terrible. They were racist, but this was what the country was founded on. Come on, we're going to the line, y'all. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? What's going on, y'all? This is Dwayne from Flint. How you doing? Hey, Dwayne. <laughs> What's up, Dwayne? <laughs> so nice to talk to y'all. It's been a while. My man. Um, I really just wanted to call in and make a quick point on um, the brother who called in not a little bit ago and... Uh, shared his view on why he feels as though America is great, because I feel like we're kind of getting deterred from what the actual question you're asking mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, is it, has America been, what is it exactly? Is it, is it providing freedom and justice for all? I feel like some people are missing the all part, not just, you know, what your experience has been and why you feel as though, well, you were able to make it so yeah, I feel as though, you know, the experience has been great because I believe that that would, if he, if he has the right to feel like that, then that would, you know, I feel like, Monique, you could say that, well, yeah, I have the right to call my sister ain't shit because I was able to become an actor and comedian and she's led this certain lifestyle instead of loving on, you know, one another. That, that deters us from really mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, being able to, 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 to look back at what, what, what would they Native Americans feel like? Mm-hmm. You know, do Americans, do the Native Americans feel like America is, has been great for all when they came and got kicked off of their land by the Europeans. You know, how did, how did black people feel 100, just 150 years ago when we were in slavery? Has America always been providing freedom and justice for all? You know, so I feel like we should just, just make sure we're paying attention to the question and the real uh, subject at hand when it comes to how, how, is, how, is, how are we being able to have this experience as far as I'm so tongue-tied today, and I don't know why, but y'all get what I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just really wanted to reply to that brother who, you know, kind of just shut down what, you know, other people have experienced just because he feels like he was raised in the same household and somehow he came up with this will and, and determination to, you know, which is all fine and dandy, and that's great, but don't take away from someone else who you don't know what it was that led them to that certain lifestyle. You don't know what it was in their childhood that may have triggered them to make such, you know, decisions and why it's so hard for them to come out of the bad lifestyle that they're living. And I just want to make sure that we're aware of, you know, what the issues at hand really are and what conversations to have to make it better for everyone. That's all. We appreciate that comment, brother. Thank you, T. Love y'all. Love you back. Go ahead, Daddy. I was just going to say that it's easy to get caught up into me, 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 and what I've done. Yes. And this is the reason why we're looking at it for all, because when we start looking out for the benefit of others and all, the world is going to change. And the things that are being implemented today are designed for a few to benefit, not for the masses to benefit. And when you have those individuals that happen to be black, that happen to be Caucasian, that happen to be of any color, but their ideology is of such where they feel somewhat superior based upon their accomplishments. And that group over there who hasn't accomplished what they accomplished, the reason why they haven't accomplished it is because their level of work ethic and so forth don't understand that the playing field not being level has a way of affecting the play of the players on that field. And if it is swayed in your favor, you have a tendency of winning more than those individuals who it's not leveled or geared towards them winning. And when we start saying, I'm not trying to be empowered over others, I'm just trying to be empowered enough so that hopefully all of us can win. Come on. We're going to go to the line, y'all. We're talking about it. 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? My name is Dee. Hey, Dee. 
and I represent that 410 area code all day, every day across the world. Represent. Represent. So I have lived overseas for five years um, from Maryland, came back, moved to Tennessee. So I wanted people to know overseas people live in small cages, and they keep those cages so clean you would have thought it was a mansion. So my problem is with America, people want to blame everything on what's going on around us, but if we start right at our front door by sweeping, cleaning, making our kids clean up, then they can see that you can make America better than what it is. So it's not always about where you come from. It's about where you are teaching your kids what they can accomplish, even if they don't have the money, even if they are racially profiled, because I'm from that Edmonton area. So my mom has a master's. She got a Ph.D. My brother, master's, Oxford Road Scholar, me a master's. It was all because my mother said, you ain't going to sit around here and do nothing. That makes sense. Now, now let me ask you this question. With that being said, because there's no question that if it is to be, it's up to me, you know, and, yep. you, and when you have that I, that that understanding, uh, we know about the extraneous variables as well as the confounding variables that are out there. So we know that we have to work a little bit harder. But the, the real question is, is America about justice and freedom for all? As they it say, is if you take it. It's out there. You just got to learn how to read about it, figure out what's going to help you. And no, not everything is equal. There's a difference between it being uh, a place of justice and equality. But there is a lot of things that we could use as resources that we don't even know about. And we don't even try to read about them. No question about it. We appreciate that. Thank you, baby. So you got, listen, there's one thing I want to say is Monique and Sydney, you guys need to get together and do a weekend workshop about relationships, marriage, and doing good. I'm telling you, the rest of us will support you. That's what area you guys need to head in next. Monique, you're funny. I love you. You're like crazy, crazy funny. But I'm telling you, the two of you, you got a gift, and y'all need to take it to the next level. We appreciate that. Thank you, baby. And we listening to what you're saying. All of it. All of it. You know, Daddy, I just want to say something, though, because the one thing that I do find, and like that sister was saying, when you get a chance to leave this country and you get a chance to see other places Mm -hmm. and you get a chance to see what the priorities are, I think that here, when you see a woman, my mom had a friend, right, Gloria Bess, and she's no longer with us. Mm -hmm. And Gloria Best had, what, four kids? And every time you went in Gloria Best's house, on Gloria Best stove was about five different meals. Mm-hmm. It was like Thanksgiving every time you went there. Mm-hmm. And it may have been a ham, a turkey, fried chicken, baked chicken, just everything. And somebody could look at that picture and say, I can't believe she lived like this. I can't believe that. Because it was, you know, it was in, in the hood. Mm-hmm. And somebody could say, that's not success. Mm-hmm. She get living in this little row house. Mm-hmm. But when you looked at that woman and you looked at her husband, baby, you would have thought they lived in a 20-bedroom mansion because it was just so much love. Mm-hmm. To me, that's success. Well, you know, they say success is something that um, has many different meanings to many different people. But failure is uh, typically one's inability to accomplish their goal. So... It's no question about it, the opportunity for us to be successful, it's dependent upon our efforts. Um, I liken it to no better example than last weekend watching Brother Johnny Bones Jones. I'm an MMA fan, and I I love Johnny Bones Jones. And he was going against a gentleman by the name of Cormier, who they had been going back and forth for a couple of years. He beat him the first time they fought. Uh, John got in some trouble along the way. And I remember back in the day when he first got started, we could just tell he was going to be a beast, had him on a Monique show. And um, at the end, you know, Cormier was taking some real shots below the belts, call him a dope addict and 
so forth and so on. And and John, at the end, when they fought the other day, he beat him. And at the end, he congratulated Cormier for making him a better fighter. And he got on his knees when Dana White put the belt around his, his waist. And he said, this is for all of the people who you let your family down, you let your friends down, you let yourself down, and letting you know that it is not over unless you give up. Mm. And for me to to watch this cat do that, come back, and then the man who talked smack about him terribly, he then went over, congratulated, kissed him on the back of his of his head, and the man who talked terribly about him couldn't look him in his eye because he was wiping away from the the tears away from his eyes. I'm saying to you, it is no question that we, as people of color, and if you are not of color, because the biggest misnomer is there are no poor white people. There are a lot of poor white people out here in this world that we live in, and there are more poor white people out here than there are poor black people. But what they use is terminologies like per capita, which would imply that based upon the number of African Americans, there's a higher percentage that are uh, uh, doing not so well versus the raw numbers of whites that are not doing so well. And what happens is this draws a wedge between us Mm -hmm. because we're all finding ourselves who know someone, whether they're white, whether they're black, whether they're Latin, who they're suffering. And if we find ways to work together so everybody can win, it won't be that level of disparity. So it can be freedom and justice for all. But by these forefathers and the individuals coming from this, in my humble opinion, environment where there was a king, they are now a collective group of kings who are working together to minimalize its subjects, which Mm. is the everyday man walking around. So we know that there's a level of intestinal fortitude you have to have in order to make it out of the mire and and everyday life. But is it freedom and justice for all? And humbly, it would appear the answer would be no. We're talking about it, y'all. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hi, I'm saying Uncle This is Israel. Can you hear me? Hey, Israel. Yeah, baby. Hey, Hey, Peaches. (laughs) Hi, I'm outside walking my dog, but, you know, I love you guys. So I don't care come hella hot water. I'm listening. That's what's up. That's what's up. Talk but to us. I just wanted to say, um, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Uncle. What'd you say? I, I said, that's what's up. Talk to us. T- share something with us. Okay. I wanted to let you know, I have um, a, a personal trainer named Justin Brown. He did not like what was going on in America so much. He moved. And he moved to Thailand. He said that it's incredible. What he sees down there, they treat him like he's golden, literally. You know, there's, it's, it's, there's, there's no prejudice. There's no, 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 no materialistic, um, 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 um I'm sorry, I, I sort of, no, no materialistic innuendos. Everything is about people. It's not about, you know, how much money do you have, what kind of car do you drive, what kind of house do you drive. His apartment over there. It's $300 a month. You heard me. $300 a month. Sorry, I took you off my headphones. And when he first got there, he stayed in a hostel, and that was $7 a day. It's not about money everywhere you go, just here in America. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not about what you have and who you know, just here in America. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, this, this... it doesn't make sense that, 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 that this country is so large and so, so, so technically savvy, but so common sense stupid. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just don't understand how we could not see what's right in front of our faces. And spiritually bankrupt. When, mm. <laughs> and, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, brother. And spiritually bankrupt. Oh, God, please. Oh, God, please. <laughs> spiritually bankrupt. Spiritually sitting in the street. With no clothes on. Forget bankrupt. I'm talking about nothing. Just like Job. Just sitting in there in your own boil. You know, and, and but yet and still, they still hold their head up in pride like, yeah, we're, we're the best. No. <laughs> you are the most downtrodden, evil, ignorant, backwards, bullying nation 
in the world. Mm-hmm. And then folks see me say that and go, why don't you move? What the heck you think I'm trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Justin. He's in Thailand. I'm trying to get the hell out of here. Wow. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why we don't get this 40 acres and a mule. is never coming to us. As soon as they're concerned, we're still not human. Mm-hmm. Still. You know, I, I just, I just, I want us to wake up so badly. So badly. I'm just so tired of being awake in a household of people who are snoring. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, wake the hell up. Yes. In, in the movie school days, when Lawrence Fishburne yelled, wake up, he wasn't talking about just black against black. People, period, humans, stop it. We got to wake up. Mm-hmm. We have got to wake up. This is not that hard to do. Just open your eyes and see it for what it is. That's it. We have to stop allowing denial to not just be a river in Egypt. Come on now. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry, Uncle. No, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Oh, oh okay. I, you know, it's just, I, I, I don't mean the rant, rambling cuss, you know, but I'm just, you know, I'm just so tired of this. It's, it's, it's common sense now. We're already being targeted in the street, which was never anything new for us. You know, it was just on a broader scale and more public. Mm-hmm. So what is it going to take? You know, I listen to you guys every chance I get, every chance I get, which is every show, except for the last one that changed the day on me. But we, won't, <laughs> we won't discuss that now, will we? Anyway, the point is... <laughs> Behave. I listen to... <laughs> listen to you guys. You're the only one speaking the gospel of us. And that's... Damn it. For everybody, so we can all be in us mm. globally, and I appreciate that. Everyone appreciates that who is in your room right now. Once with you going you know, in and out on they it, realize, yeah, they realize, yeah, that this is not you fighting the fight by yourself or you just saying it just because you want you know some kind of notoriety. It's none of that, it's because you're our brother. Monique is our sister, my auntie, my uncle. And and I'm going to tell you something. I'm probably older than both of you. I'm 53. But because of the experience and the knowledge and the wisdom that you carry, you are my uncle and my aunt. Mm. And I will always consider you that. I don't care what anybody says. You know, I I love you too, to the moon and back. And I love you like I love cooked food. And you've seen me, Monique, so you know how big I am. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) We love you back. We love you back. We love you, baby. Okay, y'all be safe. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. That's why I will keep saying, my daddy, this show is necessary. Well, that's why I will say, my mama, that I, that's why we're right here. And we love the passion. So it's never a need to apologize for the passion that our sister calls in with because people need to feel that. Yes. People need to feel that because people are so disconnected from their emotions and their feelings that when they hear true sentiment coming from a true sister that they feel compelled to probably open up and want to share whether they open their mouths and say it, they feel it. Their heart goes out. And at see my spirit said the walking dead, because Mm. you know, it's the reason why I believe people like the zombie show so much because people are walking around like zombies. Yes. But really you're trying to kill off the zombie. So let's kill off the zombie in us, not physically, but intellectually and spiritually and start being more connected. Because when you look at an environment like we are watching where you see Donald Trump in office and he's creating rules that create separation and disparity. But then the very people that he patted on the back, he's going against them. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeff Sessions, he's going against them. This was a man in his corner with no one else. He's going against them. So it begins the the, the, the old saying, no honor amongst thieves. It's, that's real. That's real. We got to listen to the little cliches that this country was started with. We're talking about it, y'all. Is America freedom and justice for all? Or has it ever been? Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Uh, yes, my name is Darice Jones. You got back away from your radio. To y'all for the longest on here. Okay, can you hear me clear now? Yes, ma'am. I've been trying to get to y'all for the longest. You, um, you, I'm a big fan of Miss Monique. Thank you, baby. 
Um, I love you so much. You are so you have gave me so much inspiration on all your shows that you have been on. And I just wanted to let you know that because I've been trying to get through and I couldn't. We appreciate that, Mama. Um, I was one the pity. I wanted to piggyback off what the lady said on here. Um, it, it is kind of bad out here in this community because you can't get no help for nothing. Um, I've been out of work for eight months. Uh, with dealing with my arthritis, and my house has is back into foreclosure status, and I can't get no help out here for nothing. Nobody wants to help me. What can I do? I, I've never lived in a community that don't want to help nobody. And I'm I'm here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and I'm from Washington, D.C., so I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. Well, you know, baby, that's a hard question for us to answer because we don't know what's happening in Winston, North Carolina. But, but let me say this because, and I say this out of nothing but love, for my sister, because oftentimes we'll ask the questions, what can I do because I need some help? And the question that I would ask you is, what are you doing to help you? Like, what is it that you're doing to help you? What is it that you're doing to help you? I, I try to stay pray up because if not, I, my mind would be in a dark shadow. I, I try to uh, do right by God. You know, I try to stay in the word and pray every day to ask the Lord to help me because I know he will. But sometimes I feel as though my back is against the wall, like I'm being pushed back every time I try to go forward. I I can let me let me say this. And this is with all respect to what you just said. Uh, and, And I would say I'm saying what I'm saying to you is what I would say to somebody that's a family member, someone that's close, because you are a family member. Mm-hmm. And that is staying prayed up. That's 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 great, but there's a level of energy that you have to take and put forth into making it happen beyond prayer, because we have to, as a community, as a world, to start looking at ourselves as being strong enough that we want to protect the weak. And if you look at it as a situation where you're waiting for this invisible being to help you and you're not putting forth definitive efforts where you've gotten up, you've put out applications, you may be cleaning somebody's cars or you you are preparing food, whatever it is that you have to do because there are too many stories about too many people out here that will tell you about what they did not have and now they do have and it goes beyond just prayer and humbly, 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 as a, as a as a person who um grew up going to the church, you know, people would tell you about church and the whole nine. It's one of those things where believe what it is that you believe, but there's a level of work that you have to actually put in that praying to God is not going to necessarily do it for you. But if you put forth that effort, that God that's in you Watch what it starts to create. Yes. We appreciate you, you. I understand where you're coming from. It's just, I don't drive, so I'm limited of a lot of things. And the condition that my body is in with my knees, it won't allow me to go out. Mm-hmm. But I do get online. I've filled out a lot of applications of different things for help. It's just hard for me at times. I'm just hurting. I'm hurting because it's hard for me, and I don't know what else to do. We completely get it. And and if we were to tell you about how many individuals out here that is hard for in their own way, because the only experience that you know is the experience that you are dealing with right now. I could share with you some difficulties that we experience. I could share with you difficulties that others have experienced but they're not necessarily difficulties that we can't get over. They're challenges to show us what we are all about. So this is an opportunity for you to dig in that well, which is the spirit of who you are. 
and determine what are you going to do and what is the outcome going to be for you because you can determine that. You can determine that with the way in which you think today. If you believe that your knees won't be right, if you're not exercising, if you're not trying to find out natural ways to take care of yourself, you can overcome whatever it is that you are dealing with. I believe it. And you've got to believe it. And sometimes when we're praying to outside sources and we want them to do all the work, that is not us doing the work that we need to do because we got to do it for ourselves and let this higher being be able to help others that don't have the mental, the intestinal fortitude that we should believe that we have. Because if you don't believe it, then who's going to believe in you? So you got to start believing in you first and going the extra mile and ask the people around you, what do they think that you can do to make things better? And, and if you go online, whatever's wrong with you, whatever, find out as much information that can allow you to have the energy that you need to, to have to do what you need to do. And only you know what you need to do for you. We love okay. you, sister. Yes. Hold on, baby. Keep your head up and push forward. I will. Thank you for the effort. Thank you. Thank you for the information. I love you both. We Thank love you, you, my baby. Thank you. You know, just, just one thing that you hit on, Daddy, that I just caught me. And I think this is one thing that has really damaged. I don't want to just say our community. I'll say just the community of people. Is that whole thing about prayer. And I hear so many women saying, I'm going to just pray about it and wait on it. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it to God. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bitch, what? 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 So now you six years in your situation because you waiting. I'm going to just pray. on. But I think that was some, I don't know if the word is poison that was put out there. I think that was something put out there to keep us in a place of, I need you believing that you can't do it on your own. And, and not only that, it's one of those things that if you just look at slavery, we as our ancestors being enslaved, we're supposed to be looking for a better day that came after this life. Come on. So oftentimes the prayer was about one day, one day, one day. And we have to start thinking about today because why can't heaven is a place in the sky, right? Mm-hmm. Heaven is a place somewhere out in space. That's what they say. But we are out in space. Mm. Okay. And depending upon where you're looking from earth at, we too could be a part of the heavens. We are part of the visuals that are in the sky. We don't realize it because we're on the ground. So why can't you have your heaven right now? And it's like our girl was talking about earlier where her boy went to uh, uh, Thailand, Thailand mm-hmm. and it wasn't about money. But they were experiencing a, a level of nirvana that had nothing to do with it. When you see, uh, I love Anthony Bourdain's show where he travels around and he's meeting people. And when you go to different places and there was a, you know, when he went to Africa, these individuals are walking around with no shoes on. Mm-hmm. But their smiles are huge. They're focused on what it is that they do have versus what they don't have. And not to stray away from the conversation But there's a level of poverty that is around that people see, but everybody doesn't live that way because you could have nothing but be wealthy. Come on. You can have everything and be poor. And what we're watching in the United States of America is a lot of financially well-off individuals who are poor in their spirit. Mm. So be rich in your spirit because sometimes that's all you got. And when that's all you got, you better use it. You better you use it. something else. Till you, til you can use something else. Because what we've also been conditioned is wait for someone to come in and save you. You know, you got to wait for the prince to come in on the white horse. Right. You got to wait for the savior. You got it's like y'all. Be your white horse. Be your savior. Be all of that. Because if not, what you'll do is get to your last moment. And be full of regrets, wishing and saying, I wonder what would have happened had I just. We're talking about it, y'all. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's all right? 
drink then. <laughs> he waited too long. Okay, daddy. Shit, I was I was all breathed up for it. Breathed up. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 when individuals say are saying, you know, you're talking about the word of God, it's one of those things that there's so many beliefs and so many words, but they're I believe universal principles that have been entangled and introduced in from the Quran to the Torah to the you know to the Bible and many other books. So what we're talking about is the very thing that an individual who, if they look inside themselves and can't read a word and know nothing about externally, but you look within, these are the things that we're talking about. Let's go to the line. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Um, this is Selena calling from Virginia. Hey, Selena from Virginia. <laughs> Hello, Mo and Sid. I want to tell you guys, this question is so relevant. And I'm so glad you posed that to us because here in America, I, I don't see us as having real freedom. And it's because of how it was, it was built here. Mm-hmm. You know, it was never built on truth or anything like that. So what we have to do is condition ourselves now to go out and do things that may seem impossible because we don't have the doors open for us as easily as some people we still have to kick those doors down. And what we do is get comfortable, and we have to stop being comfortable. You know, I tell my sons all the time, you're not limited to doing anything unless you limit yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, things are just not going to be handed to anybody. I didn't come from a silver spoon family. I had to work for mine. Thank God I work at Hampton University, and I'm so proud of what I accomplished because my mother didn't go to college, nor did my dad. But they never once told us that we couldn't do things. They always said, just try, try your best, do your best. And we in America have to do our best. We know it's not an equal playing field for everybody, but we have to make the best of it. Mm-hmm. Get out there and vote. Let's make a difference. We, the same people that complain about everything are the ones that don't show up at the polls and get these people out of office. You know, we, we have to make a difference in our lives. We can't wait for someone else to make the difference in our lives. There you go. So that's my comment of the day. We and I'm so glad that. I got to talk to you, too, because I love you guys. We, we love, love you, you sis. Thank you. Well, y'all take care. Thank you. You know, Daddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I just saw somebody put in the room, um, don't forget about Black Wall Street. And there were a whole lot of Black Wall Streets. But what happened was we got scared. We got scared. And, yes, they burned it down to the ground. The same thing happened in Philly. The same, it was happening all over this country where there were black communities that were really doing well. But what happened was we got scared. And when they took Martin, when they took Malcolm, when they took Megger, we got scared. So when we say what happened, I'm going to tell you what happened. We got scared. We didn't say, God damn it, they burned it down. Let's build it back up. We didn't say that. See, I watched this uh, show on Gandhi. It was a while ago, right? And they were standing on that front line. And they were saying to Gandhi, like, listen, what are we going to do? Because they're going to kill us. He said, we're going to keep on coming. They can't kill all of us until they had to open that goddamn fence up and take it down. What happened with us was they said, no, no, no. They not fucking around. They killing. And we said, then we'll stop and we'll do what we're supposed to do, and we'll just try to fit in. And that's what happened to our community, in my humble opinion. Let's go to the lines. We're talking about it, y'all. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hey, Monique and Sydney. This is C.F. Jackson. I, I call, I'm calling back really quickly. Hey, can, baby. I make a, can I make a short suggestion for you guys? Please. Um, when you were talking, Sydney, to the young lady who was in, Car- in the Carolinas about her ailments, and you were speaking, look, speaking on the, the source within you, the God within you. I think a lot of people, like you were speaking on, focus on the external factor rather than digging deeper inside, determining how that, that source within you has more eminent power than you think you have if you know how to align yourself with the greater source that you're calling upon, with the divine, because you can only do so much, but you got to be aligned with the divine to reach that next level. So 
you so powerful sitting there. I just be listening to you, Monique. I see why you love that man. Girl, say it, say it. I do, because he is so good. I'm looking like, man. So if you can teach on that or share with that or speak on that, to enlighten people about the gift that was in us, because it's not really preached upon in the church. Really, it's not. Mm-hmm. You tell you to pray to an external source, but then no, and they say you are God and he is you, but they don't tell you how to tap into that and be accepting that we're all God and ourselves, and how do we elevate that God within us. That's my suggestion. I just thought to myself, I said, that's what they be preaching. That's all I got to say, Monique. Keep your man, girl. <laughs> do it. And, and we appreciate that, and... We, we should all share that as you just shared that with us, share mm-hmm. that with all, because that is what we should be sharing amongst ourselves. Because as you just said, that is not something that's spoken about in the church, because that was not something that was ever taught in the first place to be spoken about. Mm, it was always true. about an outward reliance. That's why in Ephesians 6, 5, it spoke mm-hmm. about you should serve your earthly master as you serve your heavenly master. As opposed to us saying, at what point do we serve ourselves internally so that we can be of service to others? But then it's frowned upon because we use, if you even thought about, if you even consider yourself being the one who I created that, or they see the one and two as separate, but if he, there is no separation between the two. And that's the part that's just so flawed. If there is no separation between the two, then you have the same authority as... He made you in the image of, of, of him, in the likeness of him, and you have all the authority of Jesus. Then, therefore, why don't you, if you preach in that or you believe in that, then I was wondering, how do I get that and how do I stay in line with that? And I think a lot of people are kind of timid of that. And then you, someone comes at the gate and say that, oh, yeah, that they, if you always got to say God in it. But I am God, so therefore, there is no separation between the two. But I just think you have a great platform for that. If I can do anything to help, please let me know. I won't be denied on Twitter. But I thought that was so pivotal that what you had stated to the young lady that she was thinking on all her elements. And she has so much in her that she can resolve a lot of that, working out, whatever. But don't wait on the external stress. Focus on your internal to bring it to to the forefront. So that's a suggestion. I think I called in twice and get up the phone now, but thank you so much, Sydney and Monique. Y'all be telling it up. Thank we appreciate you. you. <laughs> thank you, my okay. baby. Okay. You know, when there's uh, quite a few people in the room and they're saying, this needs to go national. Oh, my God. It is. This show reaches all over the world. And, and we'd like for it to go just where you would like it to go. However, what happens is there's a lot of people that – don't understand what you understand. Mm. There's a lot of people who want to make it. um, If you watch the Steve Harvey show, there's a whole lot of elements that they put in their show to keep you entertained. But if you watch Dr. Phil, we can focus on one topic and speak to it. And for us, there's a level of change that when we have these discussions with these outward entities, where they want us to change formats and do all these circus tricks and so forth. And I don't mean any disrespect to Steve Harvey because he does what he does quite well, but that's not what we do. And when you have individuals that don't get you, you just have to deal with the individuals that do until those individuals whose minds are open and understand that simplistically speaking, is a lot easier to grasp than all the convoluted segments because we believe that or they believe that the world has attention deficit disorder and they can't stay focused on the topic. Well, what we prove and what you guys prove every show come on, is that's not true. So when we find the right folks in which to do something like that with, you know we're going to do it because we want to broaden it because – the one thing about it, it doesn't matter what your mama look like, what color y'all, what region of the world. If you are about love, if you are about decency, if you are about others and are out of the mindset and the myopic thinking of being superior to others because you're just looking to be equal, then this is this is why you tune in. If you're living in a world where you're disinterested in trying to show people how much better you are because you have five degrees, you make a million dollars a year and whatever the case might be. And what makes you a great person 
is the fact that you're not looking to be better than. You're just looking at people as saying, we get another day. Come on. And I'm okay with being equal to you. So when we find that opportunity, that's the way we're going to go. But we appreciate everything that you guys are saying because it just motivates us to keep on going. Yes. Thank you, baby. <laughs> we're going to take one more? Yeah, we're going to take this last call before we got to shut it down. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hey, Auntie and Uncle. I just had to chime back in. I know you're going to kill me. Never. This is Israel again. Never. Come I, on in. I just, <laughs> I just had to tell you something. Um, I was listening to, I, the, I wanted to piggyback on what the sister was saying. Not the, the sister who just hung up, the one before her who was talking about when she was telling her sons that if the doors are closed, to knock them down. You know, when I heard that, the first thing I thought of was, you know, when you were a kid and there were some kids playing with this toy and you wanted to play with it, and you mommy, they don't even play with that toy. Your mother didn't say, go over there and snatch that toy. Your mother said, get your own toys. Mm-hmm. Play with your own toys. Make them want to play with you with your toys. I feel the same way. I'm not knocking down any doors. I'm going to build my own door. This is what I did. I used to be an electrician, and I loved it. I loved getting dirty. It was three women out of 300 men. And 90% of the time, they didn't even want to even speak to us because it was a non-traditional job for us. But we didn't care. We still did our job. But when I got hurt on my job and I couldn't go back to it, 12 surgeries later, I had nothing. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just lost my entire career. Pension all done. But I started writing books, children's books. I had to make my own door. I didn't go back there and say, no, 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 no. Let me back in here. I got American um, disability and, and, and somehow we got to find. No, I don't want to go back in there. If you don't want me, I will find another way. I'm not going to break down any doors. Mm-hmm. I'm going to create my own. Yes. And I think that if we all created our own, I love the fact that you are creating your own door right now. And, yes, you should go global. And when I say global, I mean getting out there on TV freaking V. You need to be on TV with this so we can sit in the audience and jump up and scream, you damn right, because we need this. <laughs> and, and, did it seem need as this. If, and did it seem as if the operations and the disabilities made you really see your real abilities? When you yeah, started writing yeah, those children yeah. books. Yeah, and the lack thereof with their, with their little bit of assistance. I realized that even my disability was being redlined. So I said, you know what? I'm going to have to get the heck up out of here and do something for myself. This isn't going to work. That's so right. I started writing children's books because I had no choice in the matter. Now, I'm back in school now for medical billing and coding, but I'm doing it online. And I just got my associate's degree. I'm back and it's my bachelor's. I don't care because when I'm done, I'll be working from home. But the point is, I made my own door. I'm not busting down any doors. I'm sorry, sis. I love you who made that that call. I love you, hugs and kisses, baby. But make your sons make their own door. Mm. There is a way of doing it. Believe me. And I wanted to piggyback one more thing on what you were saying, Uncle, about in Africa, how the brothers were walking around with no shoes on and they were smiling. Because the poverty over there and the nonsense over here are two different entities. Mm. I think about an interview I saw on YouTube with um, North Korea and South Korea, and the Korean uh, the, 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 the the Korean interviewer was interviewing young um, t- um, young adults who had um, who had um, 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 oh, for lack of a better word uh, left um, North Korea because of the of the cruelty going on. They watched their friends die in front of their face. You know, from the starvation and hunger. But when they went to South Korea, it was beautiful and plenty, and everybody was, you know, they had money and this and that. They realized in North Korea, though they had nothing, everyone there was smiling. They were happy with each other, despite the lack of having anything. When I mean having nothing, I mean you only get like a handful of rice on your birthday. And everybody has to sit there and be happy with you because you're getting your rice today. Mm. And that's all they got. But they were happy for that person. They didn't kill that child and, and just take that rice and go in the corner. No, they were happy for that child to get their rice because it was their day. But mm-hmm. in South Korea, they said the children and the, and the adults are committing suicide because they're so stressed over the materialistic gains that they want to acquire. 
and the and the young Korean um, um, interviewee said, "I became depressed, and I became suicidal." She said, and then I realized I'm being just like South Koreans. She was thinking about more materialistic things. So I think about America and how these children are killing themselves over pimples, over you know, my boyfriend broke up with me, you know, so I can't live anymore. They they don't have the stamina. What it takes to survive in this world. Other countries have taught us so many lessons. We just got to see them. I've taken enough time. I love you guys. <laughs> we love, love you, baby. <laughs> okay, baby. And, and on that note, it's time to go on and wrap it up. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all could be doing anything else, but when y'all make a decision to come and hang out with us, we truly appreciate it. So, what, we'd act, what we would ask is that you tell a friend, tell another friend, then tell 10 more. To tune in to play.it and listen to Monique and Sydney's open relationship. Because not only are these conversations life-changing, they are life-saving. So come on, y'all. Let's save our lives together. And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.